Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast brought to you by UVA Finance, UVA's trusted financial partner. Finance Matters is a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes that they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and to be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. I'm your host, Brandy Van Ormer, here with my co-host, Patty Marbury of Finance Outreach and Compliance. Hi, Patty. Hey, Brandy. Today, we're going to talk about a book, specifically a book by incoming UVA president, James Ryan. Not long ago, Patty in Finance Outreach and Compliance decided it might be a cool thing for finance to have a book club. And this was the inaugural book chosen. First of all, Patty, tell me just a little bit about the book club. Okay. Why do we have that? Really, the book club idea started from um, Melody, had uh, quite some time ago kind of talked about um, that maybe it would be good to have a book club where we had some leadership books or books that people could find useful for learning about, um, you know, helpful things that they could apply at work. Or, right. Right. Um, not necessarily fiction or novels or things like that, but but other kinds of um, books about leadership, management, um, those kinds of things. And so she had talked about that, um, and we didn't really do much with that idea until this year the Finance Engagement Committee, um, Employee Engagement Committee, decided that we should, that should be one of the things that we, we do. And because um, there is something very nice and engaging with your mm-hmm. colleagues about going through the same experience of reading that same content and like collectively thinking yeah. of it, hashing it over, definitely, and knowing that other people are probably thinking about the same kind of stuff mm-hmm. as you are because yeah. we're all reading this book. Just like when you see a movie or when you watch a TV show or when you read a fictional book, you you wonder what other people think of that yeah. idea or that what other people think of what they just saw. And so it's the same concept um, of reading something and kind of wanting to talk about it. And so um, we thought it would be a way to do that. Yep. And also, for many of us, a way to actually read those books yes. that, you, yeah. that you have on your shelf. You have some accountability for it because if you go and you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, um, so we decided to start this book club. And I thought the book that we should start with would be um, James Ryan's book because, as you said, he's our incoming president. And, and we all kind of want to know what's going on inside his head. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's a way to get to know who he is a little bit better. Yes. And um, I think if you read the book, you'll be um, pleasantly pleased and surprised by who he really is. There's mm-hmm. such grace and good humor in this book. Yeah. Um, it was very, it's a short read and an easy read with some really nice, clean yeah. points in it but also very warm and emotional mm-hmm. and engaging. Right. And that was the, the other reason why I chose it as a first book, because it's short. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not a, it's not heavy. It's also but, an audio book, people. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a heavy book. Um, and you it, know, I went to that first book club, and the cool thing about that was, number one, I saw people that I don't regularly get to chat with, so that was nice. And number two, it was surprising to me how quickly – people made the connection to this book's content, which is framed up. Actually, it comes from a speech, right? His, yeah. Um, it, it's framed up as like life advice. Um, it was a graduation speech originally. 
And you could definitely apply this to your personal life. And I hope our listeners will think of it that way today in addition to the work stuff. But in the book club, maybe because we were all at work, um, we were the whole group was just kind of naturally gravitating towards how this content applied to the place we find ourselves here in finance, which is at the foot of what seems like a big mountain, looking up going, hmm, <laughs> I'm not really sure what's ahead. And this is kind of a journey we're all on together and we have to figure out how some things are going to go. But the book had some really great leading questions to get you there, I think. Mm-hmm. And people went there with it. So I, we thought I we'd cover we... some of that today and right. encourage you all read the book yeah good yeah so let's start yeah so so the first question is the title of the book which is wait what and he talks about you know how you hear that a lot from people now it will say you'll be talking and going along and somebody will say wait what (laughs) and so you hear that quite a bit but um his point to that is to stop um slow down a little bit really he talks about it being being the root of all understanding it's a way to be a little bit more curious about what's going on. And so so to really say, wait, what are you talking about? Or And to yeah, like you said, what to does get that a, mean? a little more understanding because I think a fault I know I have is assuming I know what pe- where people are going with something mm-hmm. yep. and disengaging a little from understanding their point because I think I've already gotten there. Yeah. So and, smarmy of and, me. <laughs> so it's just really a way to slow down, stop, and make sure you understand what somebody is talking about. Yes. And we're going to be floating a lot of ideas and talking about some problems that have to be solved. So that seems like a valid question. Mm-hmm. The next one is? I wonder. So I wonder why or I wonder if. And he says mm-hmm. it helps you stay engaged and curious and willing to discover new insights. Um, so, so really, to me, in thinking about tra- finance transformation, it helps to think about, I wonder why, or I wonder if, to kind of open your brain to new possibilities, to kind of not, um, I don't really like, like the term that much, out of the box, <laughs> but <laughs> jargon but alert. It, it it does kind of it's overused. I feel, but it does kind of allow you to open yourself up to maybe different perspectives or different ideas that you didn't think um, would be feasible. Like, why have we always done it this way? Right. I wonder yeah. what would happen if we tried something different. Right. Yeah. So I wonder. So I wonder why, or I wonder if. Um, so that's really the, the second question. And number three, I like number three. Yeah. The common ground question. Yeah. The common ground question is, couldn't we at least? So it's a way of, um, of finding, as you said, common ground. A way of saying, well, where do we actually agree? Right. So couldn't we at least start with where, where we agree or start with the things that we have in common, the ideas, the what we want. Like for example, couldn't we at least agree that we all want finance to be a great place to work at UVA? Right. Fortunately, this question probably is a little bit easier in work the workplace mm-hmm. than you might find it <laughs> to apply in your personal life. That is true. But yeah, we, we do have some common ground. We are here with the same uh, yeah. mission and goals. Yeah. It's also, he describes it too as a way of saying, um, it's funny because in, in the book he describes um, how he and his wife decided to have their 
their fourth child, I think, was their fourth child. Oh, yeah. Uh, their last child, who's a, who's a girl. They had three boys, and then they had a girl. And um, his wife had kind of pushed the idea of having a, thir- a fourth child, and he had kind of shut it down a little bit. But then he, she said, couldn't we at least talk about it? And so he frames it as a way of getting unstuck yeah. on an issue. So um, if you find yourself in a place where um, you are stuck, maybe you and a colleague um, are having trouble moving forward on something, you can say, couldn't we at least? And it's not necessarily, couldn't we at least agree that, you know, where our common ground is. It's, couldn't we at least talk about it? Yeah. So it's a way of getting unstuck. Yes. So not even just a way of finding common ground, but even starting that conversation. Good point. Where you can find common ground. Good point. So that that's really my favorite of the five questions. I think it, it is one of the most potentially useful mm-hmm. in a work scenario. Yeah. Absolutely. I also like number four for that purpose. Mm-hmm. How can I help? Yeah. I love no- number four as well. And um, how can I help is really uh, a, great, a great way of saying that question. So many times you hear people say, can I help? Or um, let me know how I can help. Because it's easy to brush that away when right. you're asked that. No, I'm okay. I'm good. Right. Almost yeah. everybody does brush that away. Yep. If you say, um, can I help you? Or... Um, let me know what I can do to help rather than just showing up and helping or asking how can I help you mm-hmm. and the great thing about that is not only can is, is it harder for people to turn you down from the help but by asking how you can help is making some is not making the assumption that you know what they need yes and that's the biggest thing he, he talks about here in his book is um, letting them tell you what they need yeah, because as he points out, when you ask this question, that allows the person that you're asking to be heard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's all they really, really want mm-hmm. is just to be able to respond with what what they need at that yes. moment. It's not really like, do they need you to bring them a casserole? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's more like that you you really have – you have empathy – and they can tell that, and then they have the the opportunity to respond to that as right. well. And so I love how he talks about that question too, and and he says the question that this particular question is at the base of all good relationships, and I think that's really important to remember because it does allow the other person to express what they need and to be heard. And um, and you're showing your interest, yeah, that you really care what they need. It's not just a passing. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Kind right. of interaction. And then you don't know more than they do yeah. about what they need. Yeah. So. Cool. Great. How about number five? Yeah. And then number five is um, what truly matters. And so it's a way um, of asking the question to allow you to focus on the things that really matter the most. Um, and I love his stories in the book. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to give it all away, but um, just how he talks about um, making sure you pay attention to the larger things that truly matter and not get bogged down in the details that don't that don't matter and and you know from from a life perspective we can all see how that is a great question to ask Mm -hmm. yourself but even just in the small day-to-day way 
after I read this book, I thought about that just a little bit more Mm -hmm. because the requests and projects come in fast and furious Mm -hmm. and you have many priorities that keep shifting and it's easy to get a little, get your head a little bit underwater and be flailing around with so many things to do and asking yourself, no, really out of all of this, what truly matters at this point? What do we really, really need? Mm -hmm. That's a great clarifying question just for your workload Mm -hmm. too. Definitely. So should we talk about the bonus question? I really like the bonus question. Yeah, I do too. Let's do the bonus question. You go ahead. Okay. (laughs) All right. So the bonus question comes from a poem by Raymond Carver. And I won't... um, Yes, I am. I'm totally going to bore you with the details. The poem is called Late Fragment, and it says, And did you get what you wanted from this life? Even so, I did. And what did you want? To call myself beloved, to feel myself beloved on the earth and you should definitely look, check it we'll put the youtube link um of uh ryan delivering this speech so you can hear it as it was meant to be delivered not like i just did <laughs> but it's a great question that little exchange there in the poem did you get what you wanted from this life even so and uh ryan talks about how regularly asking that the five regularly asking the five questions should help you to be able to say I did, like the poem says, when the question is asked. And that even so is really important to the meaning of the bonus mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it it lets you know that it's okay. Even so kind of lets you know that life's not perfect. Yeah, even if you don't hard. get the promotion. Right. Even if you get divorced. Right. Did you get what you wanted out of life even so? Yeah. Even dis- despite those things despite the things that didn't go the way you thought they should Mm -hmm. and it's absolutely possible to live a a life that's full of happiness and fulfillment even so Mm -hmm. yep it's a really great book i don't know if we're deaf if we're doing it justice but we really feel like it's important that uh, folks take a listen or take a read to this book, um, as we've said, it's very short. It's very pleasant. It's it, less than 200 pages, and it's a small book. It's a small book full so of really good stories. So 200 pages is even, in a, in a regular-sized book, would be longer. So it's yeah. not a long book. And Consider it research, because yeah. <laughs> we're going to – James is going to be around for a while. I hope so. We, we want that. Yeah, I'm excited to – to meet him. Yep, me too. After reading this, definitely. So that brings us to the end. Thanks for joining us for Finance Matters yet again. You can read more about what finance is up to on the UVA Finance blog. And we've got some good posts about the book there at uvafinance.blogspot.com. If you've got an idea for a podcast or you know somebody who's doing good work out there on the operational side of things at UVA, please do let us know. You can email me or Patty, or you can tweet us at UVA underscore finance. That's all for now. Until next time, do good work because what you're doing matters.